0: Sorry, everyone. I had a little bit of a glitch there. It looks like we lost out. I hope everybody's going to find their way over. We already had about seven or 10 people uh, that were connected on the other side. Uh, It looks like I'm not going to be able to switch screens as easily as I had hoped, so I'm going to have to talk through uh, the information and uh, rely more on live my face instead of uh, some of the screens and information that I was going to share with you tonight. Uh, First of all, let me just share that uh, little did I know it was going to be such an eventful day uh, getting us uh, uh, new news from the government uh, relative to their decisions to close school. Uh, We've spent a big part of the day talking through our decision and uh, coming up with the choices that we have. Uh, We uh, do know that we are slightly offset against the government recommendation relative to Uh, Thursday and Friday. Uh, We are remaining open. Uh, We are giving parents the option, of course, to keep their kids out of school as per uh, the government recommendations. The place where we're differing is uh, the provision of lessons. And so our interpretation of that is that we can go ahead with our schedules um, and try to do our best. I've got a note here that the connection's not the best, so I'm hoping that it'll improve here a little bit as we go on. I am directly connected, so I'm hoping that that's a little bit better. But please uh, keep giving me a heads up if you're having trouble hearing me, or um, uh, if we're having any trouble uh, getting connected here. I may switch again and go back to the screen, and I'm hoping everybody will be able to follow me as we do different segments on this. Um, maybe your connection also is related to your connection and not necessarily mine. So. Let's hope that it'll stay with us for the time being. Again, the decision came down from the government today and we're trying to be as prudent as possible uh, in our decisions. Uh, Again, the key difference that we're doing is we decided to go ahead with lessons on Thursday and Friday and do our transition to uh, this uh, virtual school uh, closure that begins on Monday officially. And again, be clear, the the government official starting date for the closure is definitely Monday. Uh, The Thursday-Friday was meant to support families and support the transition to the degree necessary. And so we've interpreted that in our own way, given the closed community that we have here. I will also note, though, that just minutes before coming online on Facebook Live, uh, the uh, World Health Organization did a live media stream, and you'll be seeing this appear in news headlines. They have declared the coronavirus, COVID-19, as a pandemic. So that term will, of course, again, raise a degree of fear and concern amongst the community, and rightfully so. Uh, as a pandemic, and I think their declaration, again, is as they did it the last time, is meant to begin to funnel resources and shift responses uh, to the virus and the way in which governments are handling that. And, of course, we've seen evidence of that in their decisions today, starting in uh, Romania, working its way to Czechoslovakia, and now to us. And I think we'll see other countries taking similar types of actions Uh, to address the the most pertinent issue, which is social distancing. This idea of reducing the amount of mixing of people together in order to stem the tide of the the virus. And so I'm going to kind of talk through that a little bit. Uh, I'm going to be referring to a screen to my right here. I won't try to put it up on the screen because it doesn't look like I have that facility. Uh, but uh, the highlights of the WHO report from today is that we're at about 113,000 cases worldwide, Um, and we're hanging at 80,000 in China and 32K outside of China. Uh, the, The risk assessment is very high now for China, for the regional level, and for the global level, and this is part of what we've been responding to today as the government has been putting its decisions out and as we've been assessing them. Uh, we think it's a prudent decision. We think that uh, it, it's understandable, although there are aspects of the science that may not necessarily support this, mostly because in the school level, there's not a clear pathway and we, as we know, unless there are underlying conditions, uh, there's not a high transmission rate amongst children. Uh, and that children are generally not the ones getting um, the high level of illness associated with the disease. That being said, social distancing as a science, including all venues, schools, as well as other uh, realms of social gathering, um, is definitely a way to stem the tide of disease transmission, and we, we support that. Um, in the in the local area, we still are sitting with only 27 confirmed cases in Poland. Uh, you probably saw the news tonight with the most recent cases, uh, of uh, uh, including one child, an eight-year-old. Uh, but uh, the, the number of cases will logically and legitimately continue to grow in Poland as they're more accurately reported and as testing becomes more available. We're all very much aware that testing has been limited access at this point to only those that are displaying or demonstrating symptoms, and we can point to other countries that have instilled testing regimes that have started to address that. Um, before I go any further, let me just take you through the interface here on Facebook Live. I'm watching your posts and I'm also looking forward to your questions in the chat window. You can type them in at any time. Um, I can uh, monitor those. Uh, thank you for the posts on uh, audio improvement. Hopefully, the audio is holding tight right now. Um, as I see your questions, I'll try to shift and answer them, or I may hold off and do it in the stream of thinking here. Um, One of the things I had hoped to show you is that we have tonight turned the switch on our PowerSchool update. And so if you have another screen or an ability to look at it, I do recommend logging into PowerSchool tonight and taking a look at our virtual schools interface that has now been turned on. Um, There's still things to add there, and there's things that will continue to appear there, but it gives us a central interface for how we're going to run virtual schools for the next two weeks. Uh, Continue with my update a little bit, though, I just want to point out that amongst CESA uh, at this moment, there's really only 31% of CESA schools that have had government-imposed regulations relative to uh, their opening or closing. And so we are still waiting for other countries to weigh in on this and determine uh, how this will proceed forward. Um, Additionally, uh, we have moved by virtue of the government decision to our crisis level four. What that means is uh, we would have stayed at two, possibly moved to level three. Uh, What normally would move us to level four is a spread of cases that included members of the ASW community. That's always been a critical factor. And as soon as we Uh, experienced a a single case in our community, even though there was no uh, uh, process for exposure here, we would still probably move to level four in order to uh, make sure that uh, we weren't exposing the community. But thus far we have no reported cases in the uh, community and that is a missing factor of going to level four. But our level four criteria says, that if the government chooses to close us down then we immediately go to that level and so we'll be implementing the procedures as though we are at level four we've simply skipped over level three uh, even though we were prepared to do that and we'll go to level four Um, uh, a parent is asking me about parents being given a process to follow for virtual classrooms on Monday and yes and I'm gonna talk about that in just a minute as soon as I finish this last piece here Uh, And actually, that's the piece we're going to, is that uh, right now, tonight, for the first time, the virtual uh, learning portal has been opened in PowerSchool. So from now on, from this point for the next two weeks, uh, when you log into PowerSchool, the very first thing you're going to see is the ASW virtual learning platform. And it has tabs across the top that include virtual learning, uh, an easy access to the most recent e-notes, so e-notes is there. Uh, A calendar to give you a sense of uh, our our events, and that'll carry forward after, uh, but it'll confirm for you the things that are uh, canceled and how we've uh, rescheduled them, so you can look forward on that. And then my quick links, which take you to a variety of resources and bits of information that will help you navigate this. On the very first page, on the virtual learning page, is the ASW Virtual Learning Site. And you'll click through to that and see all of the most important information about parents and what we expect from you, what we expect from your students. I had two wonderful assemblies today, one with middle school and one with high school, uh, explaining the process, uh, helping them to see the importance of uh, of rigorous attention uh, to this process as we go through it. And uh, they really embraced this and said they're ready to be partners in this and help make sure that we're doing due diligence to virtual school, which is different from a school closure. I tried to write about that earlier and say, I didn't want to use the term close. I really wanted it to be more about us switching to a virtual environment. Uh, We have it set up so that the kids will actually be uh, managing attendance in a form and fashion, different by division and grade level, but managing attendance in some fashion. We'll be taking attendance on the day in a, in a modified format, and we're excited about the fact that we can make it feel like school, but that only goes part way. We can only do so much, and what we're really gonna need is parents to, uh, to join us in that partnership and create that environment for their kids at home that learning environment that will help uh, keep them connected to learning. Um, And that's going to be different by age level. We know that our challenge is at the younger age levels. Uh, We have some plans for that. Uh, Those plans are being developed and and trotted out in the next couple of days. You may have seen the initial phases of that in terms of providing for keeping uh, kids at the mid-age levels connected. We've got our laptop program covering us for uh, middle and high school. Um, And truthfully, we have so many of the underpinnings of virtual learning in place that this transition may actually be quite a bit easier than we had first imagined. Uh, We are uh, uh, hopeful that teachers will, uh, you know, also continue to rise to the challenge and provide more diverse content than what we were providing in hybrid mode. Uh, In hybrid mode, we really were just keeping kids who were not here up to speed on things. We were providing bits and pieces where we could, Uh, but uh, obviously with double the work and double duty, it was difficult to pull a full virtual school into place with also providing in-seat and in-class time. And so teachers are ready now. They're ready to, to flip that switch and turn it across. Based on my message to staff today, we will continue to have our staff come to school uh, during this closure until we are told differently. Uh, it still meets the requirements of uh, the social distancing, uh, but allows us to remain connected and consistent in our approach during the time when kids are at home. Um, and so we're we're going to have all of our people here so that we can connect with them and make sure that we're supporting them in the best way possible. Uh, again, I'm seeing lots of people jump in. I've got about 31 people here with us so far, but I do want to encourage you over here, uh, this side, uh, to jump your questions into the box uh, and, and help me uh, guide through this evening. This is meant to be more responding to your questions, so I'm really open to them, and if you'd uh, please drop them in, I'll, I'll start tackling them. Uh, One of the first ones up here is the classes in the virtual environment will have the same hours as the class schedule at school. That depends upon the age level, but what we want is that early morning first thing check-in by everybody uh, and emails and or criteria established for making sure you have that information first thing in the morning. In the case of upper school, there's a plan in place for a check-in uh, each morning with a, a class or an advisory, and so we're asking you to keep that same time schedule. Uh, we also think it's important to keep that same time schedule uh, to keep kids in the habit. What we don't want this to turn into is something that feels like summer vacation or, or a spring break. We want the kids to be encouraged to keep that schedule, to get up in the morning, uh, to become part of the day, Uh, If they get their work done earlier and there's more flexibility at the end of the day, then we can release them to you for additional activities or additional practice. But, hey, we want them to feel like virtual school is the same as regular school to the degree possible. So we've timed our messaging and our things that are going to be coming to you to also happen early, first thing in the morning. Uh, So do encourage that kind of schedule and kind of uh, put that together. Uh, the next question is props to the teacher as uh, comments. Uh, I, thank you for the comments. I want to share some of those out. And I've been getting them by email, of course. But a big thank you for the quick response is one, uh, do you already know more about the mock exams next week is the next question, though. Uh, we don't know for sure about mock exams at this point, but we do intend uh, to do something in the vein of getting kids prepped. Again, mock exams are not a requirement. But they're an important component of getting ready for IB exams, which we still intend to go on as as scheduled. We're hopeful that we'll be back in school in order to make sure we facilitate those on a normal schedule. And, of course, we have seniors a limited number of days until they uh, go into final study before those exams. So we're very much aware of that, and we're wanting to make sure uh, that we uh, hold those together. So... Uh, So wait for news on the mock exams and what we intend to do to try to give that uh, experience of a trial run uh, in order for kids to get appropriate revision back and get a sense of how they're doing so that they know how to focus their studies in the final end place. Um, Another question is, have kids been trained on how to use virtual learning? Yes, Uh, there's been activities going on already leading up to today, and we intend additional activities tomorrow and Friday as part of this transition. Uh, We're hopeful that uh, kids, again, already know much of this in interfaces that we're already using to one degree or another. It'll just be using them more, Uh, and so they already have a sense of the interfaces. They're much more tech savvy than any of us, and so we're very uh, excited about the fact that we think they can pick this up and move on. Uh, in fact, uh, even at elementary, I think this is viable and I noted a comment here that a second grader already posted her first home assignment and everything went smoothly. So uh, one example I know and not the whole stream, but we intend to keep this going and build one success upon another. Um, and the question next was about high schoolers checking in uh, only in the morning or for every class period. I believe we have a schedule set up where they'll be checking in with class teachers as their normal schedule would prescribe throughout the day. The main attendance check-in, though, will be first thing in the morning. Uh, Again, look for details on that in the next day or so, and you should see that uh, very clearly laid out for you and for your kids so that they'll know what to expect and what to do. Um, Training for kids that are now in hybrid mode. That's a good question. I don't have an answer for that one. Uh, there's, they have been missing school. Some of them came back, of course, uh, yesterday and today because their 14-day clocks were up, uh, but we still had about 23 to 24 kids that were out on the self-quarantine. Uh, we'll nurse them through it. Uh, have them reach out to teachers. They'll still get the information. Uh, parents may need to help a little bit more in getting that information into their hands and help help them see uh, how this is going to come together. And if we need to get on with them and do one-on-one additional guidance, please just reach out to us. Reach out to principal, reach out to teachers, and we'll be happy to set up uh, an additional training time using our many uh, tech platforms for that, whether that's uh, Skype or some other uh, forum. We'll be able to give them some additional guidance. And we want to do that. We want to make sure they're as successful as everybody else in this. Um, So please do reach out. Um, next question is, will this impact PYPX kids, or to kids were to finalize their project choices in these few weeks? Uh, I believe that they're still going to be providing a methodology to prepare for PYPX. We won't have the face-to-face or the collaboration time. So I'm going to leave it to the PYP coordinators and the grade five teachers to answer those questions in more details. There's always the possibility of potentially rescheduling or coming up with a plan that would capitalize on us coming back or doing something a little bit different. Uh, But I'm gonna default to our PYP coordinators. I'm certain that they'll be out to you in very short order, giving you details and ideas and to the kids as well about what they should do to get ready. Uh, We've got uh, virtual class hours for kindergartners like the actual hours. I'm going to keep in mind, yes, that that's a little bit difficult and could be challenging. Uh, Again, it's age appropriate. Anything I say here has to be mediated by the age of the child and developmental things. Um, I'm hopeful that uh, we can uh, keep uh, all of our learners going, but I recognize that, uh, particularly for our youngest learners, we may need to be flexible on the times and not be as rigorous about those morning times that I was suggesting earlier. Again, I'm going to look to teachers to guide you. Um, and uh, I think we've set a little bit later time at elementary in terms of uh, the emails and the check-in. And so you may have a little bit of flexibility there, but I would gauge that by age. With the older, children, older elementary I'm talking now, you could still maintain that early morning schedule with preparatory or before school activities. And again, I'm suggesting it as a point of habit and keeping kids stable as much as possible despite virtual school. But every family different, and I think you need to judge that and work it as best you can once we get into the natural flow of this. And if you have ideas or feedback, we're happy to take those and continue to move them and develop them. Um, let's see. Would it be possible for you to explain what is the plan for online class for kinder, pre-kinder, Um, The online plan. I'm online live right now. Um, I just, sorry, had somebody knock at my door. Didn't expect that at 7.30 at night. Um, Sorry, would it be possible to explain the kinder and the pre-kinder? Not a lot of detail other than we know at the younger age levels, we're partnering more with you as parents. And so we're going to be sending parents more information about what to do with their kids at those youngest age levels. And there's a plan for that. Um, There will be some opportunities for side-by-side work with your child while interacting with the classroom. Uh, I think there's also opportunities for uh, activities distributed throughout the day. The teachers are also developing and structuring those activities based on the advice from around the world in order to make sure that we push out the best possible information to you uh, to provide you with that information. Um, So I can't say exactly what it's going to look like, but you will have a program for your kids all the way down to pre-K three, and you will have things to do, and you'll have daily updates, and you'll have insights, and you'll have an opportunity to provide a feedback loop to teachers so that you can get more interesting from them, uh, information from them. So just work with the teacher, but we know that at the early childhood, and particularly as we get below second grade, we have to partner more with parents to provide a virtual program, and that parents will be our partner in this. Uh, we recognize that, and we know that. All right, any other questions from the group so far? Again, we're going to keep staff here, so they'll also have opportunities to collaborate with each other during the next two weeks. Um, They can also collaborate online and and continue connecting with you. Uh, We're going to continue to learn from our various resources around the world. Uh, We're working hard to try to find the best and the brightest materials out there that can help guide us. And I should put a big shout out to our uh, IT coaches and our IT team for the amazing work that they've done in kind of adding to and expanding our portfolio of possibilities uh, for the coming two weeks and the materials that they're pushing forward on our websites and on our key resources. And you will see a continued uh, development of those as we move into this and keep us going throughout. Um, Next question, we've got a question about a sixth grader asking how about assessments. Uh, Teachers have a plan for that. They will be uh, working towards uh, still continuing assessments, mostly formative. Uh, I don't know that in the two week period of time we'll have significant summative assessments. uh, But assessments can go on and we can provide platforms and methodologies for doing those assessments course the logical next question is how do we assure it's the student doing it again there's a lot of trust involved in uh, in an online learning environment and we again are hoping that parents as partners overseeing their kids can help us get the most accurate picture of what it is that kids are doing at home and make sure that they're you're giving us feedback about how your kids are doing in this environment. Uh, So in that sense, yes, I think there will be opportunities for us to provide for assessments, possibly enlist parents uh, to deliver an exam or or a quiz or something to their students, or at least oversee it while students are doing it. So assessments can go on, but I do value that high-stakes summative assessments, particularly at the upper level, are not going to be viable under uh, a virtual schooling environment uh, in in the same way that they normally would be. Um, Next question, what about if for any reason it would be difficult to connect and students will not be able to sign in? We are aware that there will be some potential connection issues out there. Uh, It'll it'll delay the timing. We'll wait for that to work out. But we are asking parents in this time that you have over the next four days, Will you please do your best to assure your connectivity? Uh, We're hopeful that that we live in a day and age where everybody has some degree of connectivity in their homes and that they can uh, work a path to making sure that kids can get connected. Uh, That's one of the linchpins of uh, virtual online schooling is that connectedness. Uh, Explore cellular backup options in terms of Uh, Connecting to the cellular network should house signals go down. Uh, In terms of whether it'll count as an absence if they're not able to sign in, no. We're going to be very flexible on the absence, presence, and attendance policy in the midst of this. Um, I don't want the kids to necessarily know that because I want them engaged in their learning, but we're going to work with you as parents, uh, whatever circumstances emerge, and try to keep kids engaged, and if we have a kid that's uh, confronted by a significant technological challenge on a given day, just keep us informed. Make sure that we're aware of what challenges you're facing so that we can try to keep them up to speed in other ways, even if it's getting on the phone and making a phone call to us. That's That's enough to keep us engaged and help try to figure this out. All right. Let's see. Um, As far as I know, the next question was about grade five teachers. And, yes, that's our plan right now is that we will have all grade five teachers, all teachers for that matter, at school every day. Now, I say this knowing that there's a potential that, Government and or regulations may change that. But we're basing our decision off of what we've been told by the universities that closed down before us and before the government decision. And they were still having professors coming to the campus and checking in and becoming and continuing experiments that were in play and office hours. Uh, they were not holding classes. Classes were closed and learning had moved online. But they were actually still being required, though, to make a presence at the campus relative to their work. So in that sense, uh, we're following that same protocol. But the government could declare something else. They could say, we need to do it on a rolling schedule or we need to do some other plan. We'll deal with that when those edicts come down. But right now, as of Monday with a few exceptions of staff who may have to care for their own children at home, uh, we're going forward with all of our staff still coming to work each day. Uh, And then that'll provide some support until we have a better sense of uh, how we can best uh, match the recommendations. The mock exams, uh, I answered a bit earlier, but I'll just summarize briefly. Uh, There's a plan being developed for mock exams and working with seniors relative to their ongoing preparation. Mock exams are not a required part of IB. They're something we do uh, to check kids' readiness for IB exams that are coming up in May. Uh, So we're really doing mock exams just to help kids hone in On what they need to do revision on in preparation for exams. So we'll have a methodology for how we will deal with mock exams uh, when we get more into virtual learning next week and we'll focus on that in due course. Uh, Next question, uh, how to handle kids private time, uh, meeting friends, things like that. Um, My advice on social distancing is that it dictates that kids should restrict gathering in any way, shape, or form outside of school. Uh, This was actually recommendations before we went to closing of schools and is certainly going to be government uh, recommendations and was part of uh, their uh, detailed press conference this morning. So no, your kids should not be going out gathering. They shouldn't be going to McDonald's. They shouldn't be gathering in larger settings. They shouldn't be going to concerts. They shouldn't be going to sporting events. Uh, From the point where this kicks in, uh, we should be encouraging everyone, including the adults in our community, to avoid larger gatherings. Uh, You know, smaller ones. I actually had the question from the kid today in the middle school assembly about this because I mentioned it there. And I said, you know, make some make up some virtual play groups getting together online after school hours and see if you can come up with a way uh, to stay connected with your friends that doesn't involve getting together in large groups. That being said, small groups, parent discretion, uh, you ultimately control this. This is not something we control. All we can do is give you information that says, here's the basic idea. Social distancing means one meter of space around us and avoid large gatherings. That's how you stop the spread of a virus. And we get that. Uh, and so teach your kids, explain to them why they can't go to their normal social settings, and uh, and hunker down for two weeks to see if we can stem the tide. Uh, again, we'll see in the end result two weeks from now whether we've caused uh, the shift in the infection rate, that is what everybody's looking for, that would help us to start evening this out and reduce the trend line. Uh, but the reality is it's all up to every member of the community to, uh, to bring this about. All right, continuing on. Are we expected to stay in Poland during the time as school is closed? Uh, family call, uh, you know, the reality of virtual schools is for each family, uh, you're going to make your own decisions. Uh, I can't. Uh, I can't really comment on whether you should leave Poland or not. I'm not going anywhere. That's just me. I'm here to hunker down and make sure that we keep things ready for when kids will return. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out right now uh, what it means globally and with some. And, and I'm somebody who has family spread literally around the world. Luckily, our daughter two weeks ago is back with us from Italy, they closed uh, colleges long before Italy closed the borders. Uh, She'll be doing online school from here. My son's uh, college in Seattle Tacoma area has also gone to online school and has closed down gatherings. Um, So the idea of uh, the social distancing and closing down events is spreading around the world. Uh, But movement, actually leaving a country, leaving a place, um, that's not something I can advise you on. I think there are other resources and certainly uh, your own family should discuss that. Uh, I can only express what I personally believe and I don't think there's, we have reached a moment here where you should leave the country. As an example, I'll point to Azerbaijan. Baku just closed down and they are evacuating uh, from, uh, from Azerbaijan. But that's because of a fear of border closures and a much more significant infection rate. And that's not relevant here. Uh, so I, I again, I have to leave it to you and individual families. Uh, another question was, will counselors be available? Yes, counselors will be available. We're setting up uh, the ways by which you can access them, but they will be here uh, at the very minimum. They're available by phone. Uh, we're looking at whether we can use other platforms for them to do small group settings or other, kinds of activities, but counselors are here to support, and we know uh, that counselors uh, will be ready to go um, on Monday as well. Uh, next question, uh, do you think kids grades four, six, nine, for us will, are all well enough informed about duties and responsibilities during virtual school? Um, I think they're getting close, uh, and I'm talking whole school now, so let's just say K-12. I think they're getting close to being ready. They have a general sense of things. They've already been talking about it. As we saw earlier, some are already submitting assignments and and demonstrating that they know how to do it. Uh, So I think we're getting very close. Uh, The online calendar, uh, that's the other question here, has been adapted for parent needs, and we're trying to uh, streamline it and improve it, uh, again, incrementally along the way. Okay, let's see. uh moving down here. Is it possible to have another live next week so we have the opportunity to share our concerns, if any, and our experience? I'm happy to um, again, I'm going to continue my seven thirty a m messages to you every morning. I'm going to try to even report attendance statistics based on online attendance taking. Uh, I'm going to keep going on this. I can do the Facebook live every Wednesday. Uh shoot me a message if you think that would be helpful. I'm happy to do that and maybe even have, uh, I don't know, some guest presenters that I can bring in on occasion and join me uh, in the Facebook Live. Uh, I think uh, this, we've had, I think, as high as 50 participants here tonight. So I think that's a pretty good uh, demonstration that this is a good medium for me to come out and perform. And hopefully I can also provide for more of the content I was going to put on the screen and work out the kinks of the system. I'll be honest in saying this is my very first Facebook Live. So, you know, I hopefully you've been kind to me and understand that I'm learning as I go along as well. Um, the communications daily will continue. Thank you, Bill, for that question. Uh, I, I absolutely I, I see no reason to stop the uh, morning and I hope to be able to incorporate into that our experiences as we go and uh, any general announcements of status on a day-by-day basis. Um, let's see, what else? All right, so we've got the communication going. Um, yeah, the online Facebook Live, I've got another comment here, good idea to do this more often. I'm happy to. This has been a good experience. I'm even getting thumbs up and hearts and things uh, flowing up on my screen, and that always makes you feel good too. Um, Are there any other uh, questions out there? Anything else I can answer tonight as we uh, make this big shift? If there's one thing you should do tonight, it's go right after this, if you haven't done it already, and log into PowerSchool. Uh, You know, take a look at our interface. Not everything's there yet, so uh, please uh, just go there. Um, and uh, take a look at it, get used to it, look at the other aspects of PowerSchool you maybe haven't looked at before, and make sure you you know the interface, and, and keep working it uh, so that we can make it better, and do give us feedback. Um, next question up is, is there a central place to send questions as we go, or do we just send questions to the teachers? I think questions to the teachers is always your best first place, and then I would go to principals. I I would go to principals. Principals will be best able to send the questions out to the right person to answer it. Um, And I think they'll, uh, they're ready to do that and ready to handle that. Um, And then we'll have lots of additional people on board as well. And of course, you can also continue sending your questions to me, uh, either to my direct email address or to director at aswarsaw.org. My secretary and I will be monitoring that and making sure that we get questions to the right places. Let's see. Uh, what about kids who did not attend the school? Hmm. I, I think you're talking, I talked about this earlier. Uh, I think you're talking about the kids who've been home on self-quarantine, and I suggested, uh, to reach out to us. Uh, many of our self-quarantine kids started coming back to school this week because their 14 days was up. Uh, I think we only still have about 23 or so that are out on self-quarantine. I reported that this morning. Um, they should be getting the information uh, via email. Uh, if, they're, if they're still lacking clarity on what they need to get ready for, uh, they can reach out to teachers. I suggested we can get them on Skype calls or, or get them uh, connected so we make sure that they get up to speed and are ready to launch on Monday with everybody else. Again, they have the hybrid model. They've already been doing many of the things and they are getting the information. It's just down to the last bits in order to make sure their success will come Monday. Uh, Next question was about the library. We actually have our librarians working on that right now, and you'll see some of their resources appear on that virtual learning page. Uh, Click links through. Of course, we always have our library at aswarsaw.org. Uh, that you can get to, and we'll send the links out on the virtual learning. I may not have quoted that correctly. Uh, We are looking at how can kids access uh, materials online. We're not going to be open for books or checkout. Uh, That's one where we're going to have a challenge, although we're trying to figure out a methodology for potentially doing something at the guard entrance, turn things in, pick things up. Uh, But that's a daunting challenge for us, so I don't want to promise that at this point. Uh, You've got two days for kids to check out everything they need. And I know the librarians are ready to support that and get things checked out for kids so that they'll have enough material for the next two weeks. And additional checkout is allowed on the basis of this. So we'll try to get, uh, over the next two days, as much content as possible. Uh, Again, thank you. Um, Do you expect prolonging... The school year. No, I made that statement clearly to middle school and high school today, and I want to make it to you. We can avoid extending the school year if we do due diligence to virtual school. If we keep our kids connected, if we keep working uh, during this two weeks as we have planned to do, there is no requirement for us to extend our school year, and our board is supportive of that. Our school has made that statement that we are shifting to virtual school and we are making sure that we maintain continuity of learning. So we do not see at this time that there will be a need to extend the school year. Now, here's the thing I'm going to need to tell you, though. We are already hearing from governments and from other sources that this is two weeks to start. We don't know that the government may impose an extension to this closure. We will respond to that when we know. Uh, But if we follow the example of our Asian counterparts, even though they've been out of school for seven weeks, they have all done online and kept online learning going, and even they do not expect to extend their school year. Um, and few of them are just starting to come back to school right now and have made that statement. So I do not expect prolonging the school year, but I'm not sure about prolonging virtual school and whether or not further directions would come down. Uh, Next one is, Will will, uh, I'm assuming, again, these are the kids who have been at home on self-quarantine. Will they get some activities to do from the previous week? Um, that's unclear, and that'll vary by teacher and class. Again, once we get everybody on virtual together, we'll want to keep them all in the same place and and meander as we go. Um, Pypx, I answered that a little bit earlier, but you may have dropped in. Uh, Pyp exhibition. Uh, is still on. The kids will still be preparing for it. Wait for direction from the teachers. We know there were some critical deadlines. Those are all going to be adjusted. The PYP coordinators will get out to you in due course with directions on what to do about exhibition and how we will handle it during the two weeks. Let's see. Where should information be sent if needed regarding kids not being able to attend any sessions during the day? That'll be the classroom teacher or the principal. Follow the normal protocol. Uh, Contact the school office. We'll have people here uh, send a message to your office uh, staff. Follow the same protocols for absences as we would any other time. That way we can maintain our procedures as we normally would. So contact the school office. Let us know about the... um, the absence, and we'll log it accordingly. Uh, Let's see. Is it correct that if we choose not to send our children to school tomorrow that the absence will not count against them? Yes. I made that clear in my announcement this morning Uh, because of the way the government uh, couched the closures, uh, you know, we uh, certainly would allow a parent to make the decision uh, to not send their child tomorrow. We're going to provide our program, We're going to provide our normal activities and our normal schedule, but parents have the discretion for Thursday and Friday. Um, The candidate interviews. The candidates uh, for elementary principal search are here. We intend to go ahead. Uh, If we're lacking students or participants, again, at individual discretion, we'll still muddle through and get our final three candidates through our process so that we can um, make a choice. Uh, 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 and that choice will, of course, happen after we get done with the interviews tomorrow and Friday. Uh, If we had closed school today, we still would have gone ahead with the interviews. Uh, We would have done it in, obviously, a more isolated setting uh, and maybe done some other things, but we would have continued with the interviews as planned uh, owing to the fact that it would not have been school in session and we would have still been in compliance. Um, Next question is SAT. SAT is going ahead on Saturday, but we've implemented uh, special protocols. Uh, We are temperature checking at the entrance, so we'll have our uh, thermometers in play and our nursing staff on hand. Additionally, uh, all participants that are not ASW students will be required to stipulate to their last 14 days of travel. And finally, We're doing a separated room, so ASW students will be in one area, and non-ASW students will be in a separate area. These are all based on things that we are allowed to do under College Board requirements. So if we have a student show up tomorrow that's showing signs of illness or cannot stipulate to not having been in the countries of concern, which is a growing list right now, um, then they will be turned away, and they will not sit for the exam. If they do stipulate and they pass the temperature check, then they'll sit the exam in a separate room from ASW students, okay? So that hopefully will uh, calm the concerns about that. Um, every uh, uh, Events like family bingo be rescheduled? Yes. Everything that was on the calendar uh, past Saturday uh, through the two weeks until the 30th are canceled. Everything is down. And we're definitely uh, uh, pulling the plug on everything. That includes facility rentals for any groups gathering here. And we'll be reaching out to those groups tomorrow. So the only thing we're allowing to continue at this point is uh, on Saturday is play practice and SAT. We allowed the play practice because they'll be having rehearsals uh, tomorrow as part of normal activities. So we'll have our normal after school activities on Thursday and Friday. And then on Saturday, we start the process of closing everything down. So all of our uh, facility users have been notified and we're closing down all access to campus except for SAT and play practice on Saturday. And then after Saturday, it's all closed down. It'll only be staff here Monday through Friday, normal working hours. Okay? Um Beyond, uh, another question here, I know we're far away from the exams, but in worst scenario, is the crisis team talking about it already? Yes. We uh, talked about it this morning. Uh, our IB coordinators are very plugged into uh, the IB, uh, IBO. They put out additional advice today on what their plans are, but it's still far short of what we need. So we're continuing to ask the questions of what do we do and how do we do it. Uh, and this is, uh, of course, happening around the world, and particularly for those students in Southeast Asia who have been out for seven and eight weeks, uh, they're, they're scrambling as well. IBO has been a little bit slow uh, to give us advice on exams. Uh, they are giving us advice on other aspects of IB classes right now, and so we're implementing those. It's not just about exams. We also have uh, various things, uh, the IB art. Uh, We have the oral exams for languages. All of these will be giving advice to kids on exactly what they need to do and when they need to do it to stay on track. And we'll also push out IB advice to you as it becomes available to us in order to keep things going. Um, Next question was, what about extracurricular activities clubs outside of school best to avoid? Yes. I think the reality is any activities, that's why we're finishing ours on Friday, we're gonna close them down. We would obviously not have kids coming back to school for activities, and we would think outside activities would fall under the same regime. But to be clear, this is an individual family decision and how uh, you decide those based on size of group, protectiveness of those activities uh, from potential exposure. you know it's 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 up to you to make that decision but social distancing as a definition is about keeping yourself away from exposure and by doing so keeping others from being exposed to you it's it's the idea that we keep that space for a period of time to let a virus die out and 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 this is the World Health Organization said it today, and I thought it was very interesting in their press conference. They said this is the first time in history where we could stop a pandemic or end it quickly. And it's, the, it's the first time where human uh, ability to stem the tide of a virus could actually take place. But it's going to require uh, governments around the world uh, aligning their actions in order to assure that we attack it and by the way according to all the science don't look for the summer or spring miracle because there's no evidence yet to support that temperatures in and of themselves uh, will somehow uh, make this virus go away and that along with all the other misinformation out there is please be cautious about it Uh, that uh, we want to definitely work from science And from what uh, the key organizations are telling us, the WHO, uh, the CDC, the European CDC, these are the ones that we're connecting to on a regular, rigorous basis to make our decisions. Let's see. Uh, What about things like Taekwondo and karate this Saturday morning? Cancelled. All activities other than SAT and the play practice are done. Uh, We are reaching out to them. You may not have heard information from your coaches or your leaders yet, but you will be hearing that tomorrow. Uh, So Saturday, we wind everything down with the last two activities, and all use of the school facility will be closed uh, by legitimately Friday night. Uh, So starting Saturday morning, two activities, and then we're done. Uh, So, yes, that's Taekwondo, canceled for the next two weeks. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Um, How are we doing? Any other questions out there before I bring this to a close? Not seeing any. Maybe a few thumbs up. You're all good. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure being with you tonight. I want to wish you all uh, a a happy evening. Uh, We'll be back here tomorrow with kids and doing our preparations. Uh, We are welcoming our elementary school principal candidates. Uh, We look forward to greeting them in the morning first thing. Uh, We're really uh, happy at the parents' support and how much uh, you're all doing out there to help make this go as smoothly as possible. Thank you so much. Uh, for everything you do uh, to keep things going and to continue to support us while we take on this challenge. Um, I'll be on again next week. I'll go ahead and declare that now, and I'll send out email uh, to that effect uh, uh, tomorrow morning uh, with my usual update. Uh, But for now, uh, this is uh, the director of the American School of Warsaw saying good night and sleep well.